two or three public service announcements just before we start. First of all, Rosh Hashiva gave Shir Klali yesterday in the side room. That was a mistake. So if you were one of those who was standing in the back holding a heavy Gemara and getting frustrated, uh, we apologize. It's not going to be there anymore. It will either be an upstairs, upstairs basement here, follow the signs, but uh, that's not going to be the fair. Okay, so uh, let's continue coming to the Shir Klali and coming on time. Do that for the Shmuz also, but if the Olam could, uh, yes, it, just it's not going to be there. Second of all, there weren't enough people signed up for the Friday night Sauda or Shabbos Sauda, so there will not be Sauda in Shiva. If you need a place, so please speak to Asher, Asher Berlich. And, and uh, I believe he was given the names of the, of the February, but just, if you're making arrangements to speak to him, he's not calling anybody without getting the. Uh, if you need a place for Shabbos, please speak to him. I believe that all the other vadim, etc., are as posted. The late Mishmar tonight with Avraxel, I believe, is as as posted. Please come, please attend all, change your lives. And that is the only thing that is not as posted is that tefillah vadim put for Sunday night will happen at some point, but probably in a month. Okay, so wait for the if you're interested in a vadim tefillah on Sunday nights. Just that there's constants for the next few weeks, so please to wait for the sign of that. Blaine Hard, this month started really strong. It started yesterday. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to. Learning a Mesafa like Bob Metzia, coming after Sukkah, coming after Psachim. It's a different league. It's a big, big Mesafa with big things to acquire, big Kinyanim. Person can really become immersed in learning this concept in a huge way. It's a Shanamu Baris. We have six months. A person again who wants to become immersed in learning. It's a great stretch of time. It's Cheshvan without the Yamam Taivim of things creeping up. Somebody who wants to throw himself into learning. Wants to get a really, really good stretch working on Amido, working on Yanei Avodas Hashem. Suddenly making an acquisition in the Masechta. This is the time to do it. It really is. Beginning the first full week, next week. So, be macabre. We saw a hot woman on Simchas Torah. Found the tipsy bach and asked him, so what's your Kabbalah? What's your Kabbalah? He says, what do you mean, what's my Kabbalah? Bava Metziah. So the whole thing is, yeah. Claims he doesn't remember it. He remembers it. His neshama remembers it. And everybody should be macabre, whatever you could do. But be macabre to throw yourself in. It's a tremendous stretch. Baruch Hashem, people are engaged, and people are getting engaged in other things. 
one doesn't have to go to every vart, and if one does go, one doesn't have to stay for the either for the pre-game and the after-game, and, and it helps set up and clean up and speak to the band. This is your stretch, this is your time. You've got to do what you've got to do. There's chasanas, but, yeah, but there's Bava Metzir. There's a winter's man. Shana Mulberas. It's a tremendous chance, a tremendous opportunity. Everybody that came to Yeshiva came with Sheifas to grow and to be Matzliah. It's the very, very beginning. Everything is still possible, and... I wish everybody a tremendous amount of Hatzlacha with that. What I wanted to speak about in the few minutes that we have is to speak about somebody who has She'ifa, somebody who wants to accomplish a lot, somebody who has big dreams, who has big self-expectations. And yet I have an achrayis towards others. If you're in yeshiva, you have an achrayis towards your chavrusa. But today I want to learn something else. I'd rather do it my own way. And I cry to my roommates, and I cry to others, and I cry to the property. And this is not only in yeshiva, it's not only yeshiva life, it's in, in life. In, in, you get married, you have not cry to a wife, you have not cry to children. How many times anybody that deals with families, so a person says, you know, what's better for my own learning is better if I learn in a base medrash, but my kids never see me learn. If I learn at home, I get distracted. A certain shul, my kids feel more comfortable than I feel more comfortable having in a different place. Where's my achrayas? I have she'ifa. I want. I want to grow. I want to be big. How do I balance it with my achrayas towards to, towards others? In every situation, a person should have in his life a good friend. A person should have in his life a good rabbi. A person should have in his life people that he could talk to and discuss and work things out. But very often, a discussion like this. Certainly, if you talk to somebody who went through the yeshiva system, they're going to pull out the Shari Yosher from Rav Shem and Shkav, and they're going to discuss. This is going to, be, going to become part of the discussion. It's going to be something he writes in the Hakdam. We'll use this as a, as a springboard for, for today's discussion. Rav Shem and Shkav says, this Gemara Bar Metziah, we're learning Bar Metziah, and Perkei Nesha. It's a Gemara, famous Gemara. I'm sure everybody here knows. You might not know it's an Ezo Nesha. But there's a concept called Chayecha Koidman. Your life comes first. Person's in, a, person's in a desert. There's no, there's no way that he could get drink. He's chalashing. Somebody else is chalashing. One of them is going to die. There's only enough water for one. You've got the water. What do you do? An altruistic person would say, I'll give up my life for Yana. Rabbi Akiva says, don't do that. Chayecha Koidman. Your life comes first. It's a Gemara. The concept of avas atzmo, of caring about yourself, is something that has a basis in Torah, in Allah. But what's myself? Says Rabbi Shimon, myself could mean my body. When it comes to lunch or supper, I'm Aristotle, I think, said it. I'm Aristotle the philosopher when I'm philosophizing, and I'm Aristotle the chazer when I'm eating. Whichever nusach he used, that I'm going to eat. All you could eat and do, do what you need to do. So you have some person when he thinks about himself, say his chayecha koidman is when it comes to his time. He'll do anything when it comes to food. You have another person who'll say, forget the person, the physical pleasures. I'm not only my guf, I'm my guf and my neshama. Who am I? Who's my chayecha koidman? It's my guf and my neshama. Some people say it's my neshama. Person gets married. Who's my? Who's me? Who am I? I'm me and my wife. I'm me and my children. Sometimes that's not that way. It's me versus my children. So who comes first? It's me versus my wife. Who comes first? Says Shimon, But a bigger person, the bigger a person becomes, the older you become. 
the bigger, the, the more sophisticated, the more pure, the greater you become, the bigger your ani expands. My ani is not just me, it's not just my guf, it's not just my guf and my nesham, it's not only my family, what about my shul, what about my yeshiva, what about my community, what about all yin? You have people that they take everything personal. They hear a tsar, they hear that somebody, you read stories about people like this all the time, about people who they hear about somebody else's pain and it, it bothers them so much, they take the full achrayas for it. They're big people. Not just that I'm doing you a favor. I take it personally. I take somebody else's ruchniyas personally. And how, depending on how big that, cent, that egocentristic thing, that circle becomes, is, determines, says Rup that determines and it's a riot as to how big the person really is. If it's just little me, okay, I mean, little child also. Uh, a baby's hungry, a little uncomfortable, screams his, his or her lungs out in the middle of the night. Wake up the whole family, who cares? I'm hungry, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. Other people, you start, the more you take personally, the more you take others into your, the more they matter to you. The bigger you are, the bigger you become. It's a very, very important yesai. You marchiv your ani, you expand your sense of self. Let's try to go through something in the parsha that maybe we'll point back to this, and you know, we'll see, we'll discuss it. Towards the end of parsha Snayach, <clears throat> all the way at the end, so we read about the, the Dara Flaga, the Dara Palaga. There's a group of people, all of mankind is living in Bavel. There aren't any natural rocks in Bavel, there's no mountains. So out of necessity they invent the brick, and they start building and building, and the Torah says, they build this tower, they build a city. Hava nivne ir. let's build a city, umigdal, and a tower. And a tower that goes and its head reaches is, is in the Shamayim. And that's what they started to do. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks down from Shamayim and he says to the Malachim, this is not a Mahalach. And he comes down and he disperses him. And that's all that we read in the Chumash. Very, very odd parsha, very strange parsha. In the Pirkei Rebbe Eliezer, in Perkhaf Dalit, so first of all, we read how tall this Migdol was. You ever know how tall Mount Everest is? Good sign. Uh, <laughs> Mount Everest is uh, we're at 29,000 feet tall. <laughs> Pickard Rebeliezer says that they built this Migdal until it was Shivim Mill. Shivim Mill, each mill is 2,000 Amas. So Shivim Mill is 140,000 Amas. Each Amma, let's go to Shir Chazanish, is almost two feet. So it's about 280,000 feet. Mount Everest is 29,000. That's how tall. The Farshim here bring another gear, so a 7,000 mil. So that's almost the height of Mount Everest. And that's what they're building without stones. They build this thing that high. There were stairs going up the east, and there were stairs going down the west. And they climbed up, and you'd have people, they wanted to build it higher. You'd imagine the poor guys climbing up. Bring it, they would bring up bricks, and then they would go down the other side. That was a lot of steps to go down. Listen to this. Those who would go down, or go, go down, would go down the west, those come up, come up the east. If a person would fall, it's a, it's a very big height to fall, and would die, they didn't pay attention, they didn't care, didn't matter, they ignored him. But if one brick would fall down, 
They would mamish sit. They would stop work and cry over the bread. That's what would go on. And they would say, Oh, Ilanu, when are we going to get another brick to replace that brick? So they're all busy, part of this major, major project, building this ear, building this migdal, in immense proportion. Humankind lost their, their significance, according to Chazal, according to Pekad Rebeliyaz. It's a medrash. They lost any worth, any value. People had no value. The main thing was the project. So you want to say, what in the world happened? How did they become so corrupt? How did they become... How did this evolve? What happened here exactly? So one shot you could say, I mean, they were all working together. If you have a project like this, and the, the Pasuk is made, they had one language, they were one people, they were all doing this together. Where did it go wrong? Where did they stop being together and just focus on the project? So one shot you could say like this, the Gemara says, in Sanhedrin, the Gemara says that they want a mission to rebel against Hashem. Come on, let's sign they wanted to build this to get all the way up to heavens, and once they'd be up in heaven, they'd make a mulchama with the Rebbeinu Shalom. Others wanted to be over Avodah in his face, up in Shemayim. Crazy things. So Rashi says in Parshas Balak, when he talks about Moab and Midian getting together to curse the Jews, so Rashi says Moab and Midian were always enemies. How did they come together? He said because they hated the Jews more than they hated each other. It was Kedai for them to put let bygones be bygones as long as we're fighting the common enemy. So you could say that their mission was, they weren't really close to each other, they didn't really care. They were united in trying to be murdered, trying to rebel against Hashem. And that's probably the Pashtas. And it could be Tzmeduyuk in Rashi, Rashi contrasts the Dora Mabul and the Dora Flage, he says the Dora Mabul had to be destroyed because there was fighting between them. But the Dora Flage says Rashi, they were noyheg ava vareus beineyem. What does that mean? That there was love and friendship between them. They were noyheg. They acted in a way of love and friendship. Rashi doesn't say that there really was. Seems to be going with this mahala. I saw a different beer and wanted to speak out to this explanation and try to develop it. In the Sefer HaKeda, one of the Rishonim, Yitzchak Arma, there's a Sefer called Akedas Yitzchak. And he's one of the Pshat Rishonim. Pshat Rishonim, not Chasrisham to argue on Chazal, but one has to learn the Pesukim also according to the Pshat. They say, the Dor HaHaflaga, who was building this building, were, were people who were all Balei Tshuva. They saw what happened with the Dor HaMabu. What happened in the Dor HaMabu? We know all the crimes. They were stealing. There was Gilead it, it, it was total chaos. What happened by the Dor HaMabu was people were so filled with their own self taiva with their own selves, they didn't look at the other person. It doesn't matter that it's yours. It doesn't matter that it's your wife. It doesn't matter that it's your property. Nothing matters. It's all about me. So the Dara Aflaga said, we can't be like that. We saw the mistake that they made. It's not about me at all. It's all about the tzibur. It's all about the community. I'm not looking at myself as an individual anymore. Because if I focus on myself, what's going to happen? Total corruption to the point that the Rabbani Shalom destroyed the world minus a small family. And that's what they decided to do, to build this big city and to build the tallest tower. You know why? According to Pshat, again Chazalta, but according to Pshat, is simply so that we're all in something together. We're all building something together, something that all of us could use. 
Nobody's going to live in their own house. We're all going to live in this big, this big migdal. We're all living together. We're all going to do it. So it's a whole big communistic society of just everybody's the same and everybody's equal and there's no value to the individual. Because if you respect the other person's wishes, you're treating him as an individual. If you care about the other person's feelings, you're noticing him as an individual. If he's an individual, then so am I. If I'm an individual, I also like things, and I also want things. And things could get out of hand. This is the way their master, the, 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 the Bala K, the fascinating shot. This is what went wrong. This is where they made the mistake. So what's the answer? How don't I make that mistake? How am I machshev the other person for what he is? And maybe machshev myself without becoming that Baal How do I do it without taking advantage of the other person? Where did they go wrong? <clears throat> so I wanted to explain it in one of two ways. One way is, also psukim in the parsha. The Torah says, Kibetzalem parshas naya, Kibetzalem elokim asa sa'adam. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created man Betzalem Elohim. The reason I have to respect and love the other person, the reason I have to, when I see another year, the reason I makshev him, is because he's a chelak Elohim imal. He's not just another person. He's not just another, a, a, another mammal, a sophisticated mammal. He's a Tzalem Elohim. I have to respect him and be makshev him because of that. I saw in the Pardes Yosef HaChadosh, the Pasuk says, What are the words Ani Hashem doing in that Pasuk? You know why you have to love L'Recha Kamaycha? You know why you have to love Him so much? Because Ani Hashem, I'm the Rebbeinah Shalalem, and He's in my image. The Smak, one of the Rishonim, the Rimi Korbil, the Smak writes, that V'ahavta L'Recha Kamaycha is somewhat limiting. You only have to love your friend like yourself. What if you don't have a good self-image? What if you don't care about yourself? He says, you're right, but Salam Elohim Adam, you have to be Machshavim because of who he is. So now, what's the concern? What's the problem? So I care and I love and I'm Machshav and I take care of the other person, not just because we're all in one pot. I take care of him because he, he's at Salam Elohim. So what's the concern? I'm going to be Machshav myself as well? Okay, I'm also at Salam Elohim. So I'm going to take care of myself, but if I only respect myself, and care about myself because of the tzalem, I'm not going to become somebody who takes advantage of him because he's also B'Tzalem Elohim. In other words, the being machshev and caring about somebody is not since he wants, therefore I do for him. He's entitled to want. I have to respect his wants and his wishes because of who he is, because of what he is. And the male, I'm entitled to the same. Not to take advantage, and I won't come to take advantage. That's one way. Another way of looking at it is with the Rav Shimon Shkup that we said before. Another way of looking at it is, of course I have to take the other person into, into consideration. But the way to do that is to be marchiv mayani. Not to, if it's always me, do, do I care about myself or do I care about the other person? And then if I care about the other person, I'm caring about it. In the, no, so let me try to work on being marchiv, my sense of self. And I wanted to speak about how to try to do that. I'm going to expand my sense of self. Yes, I'm entitled to care about myself. But let's develop that. Let's do that in a mature way. Is it only me? Who am I? Am I just me? Am I me and my family? Am I me and my chavrusa? Am I me and my yeshiva? What do I, how do I... If I have that, I'm not going to trample on others. Because they're also... 
You think about it, it's a, it's a big yesod. Their mistake was, it's either me or it's no individual. Expand your sense of who you are. Be a bigger individual, more expansive individual. Let's try to talk about how to do it. What are some eights in doing? One eitzah, one eitzah, is uh, something we find in the city. We're about to go daven Many of us know it by heart. Many of us daven from the city. The entire tefillah is written Balash and Rabbim. Says Rabbi Yenison Ebshitz in the Yaris Tavash, you know why? He says when you daven, it's the way he says it, you're supposed to mean. In every bracha that you say, you mean you're davening for the city. You're davening for the town. Whichever town you're in. Every Baruch Aleinu, I'm not asking Hashem, I need Parnasa. Hashem, we need Parnasa. What do you mean? But I need to daven for myself. Hashem, I, I, I really need, I don't know about others, I, I, I really need me. No, but if I get used to any time I need something, being kailal other people in that tefillah, simply by davening and saying the words we say anyway. So I'm expanding my sense of me and think of anything I want, anything I need. I'm in a parsha of Shidochem. I need... I'm having a hard time with friendships. I'm having a hard time understanding learning. I mean, whatever it is, whatever I'm dealing with. But when I daven, I'm davening Balash and Rabin. For who? What about, let's say, to start with the city might be a tall order. What about me and my chavrusa? What about me and my roommates? Let's start with that. And actually mean it. Da- let me daven for us. And Agav, when you daven for somebody else, you answered first anyway, so you're not losing. That's, it's also a chazal. Let me be marchiv, my sense of self. One of the ways, one of the ways to start, and it's not asking me to do anything different. I'm saying the words anyway, just mean what you say. What do I mean when I say, Rufa'inu Hashem, Who am I asking? Which personal gulas? For me, for whoever needs them. Rufu'as, the people who need Rufu'as, people who need Yeshua's. Let me, when I, when I daven, to mean the Lashon Rabbin. That's one way to do it. Another way to do it, another, again, these are simple eights, but another way to do it. When I'm learning, and that's what we're doing in yeshiva, we learn. Let me try when I learn, before I go to ask the Rebbe a question. Let me ask the Favrusa next. Let me ask them. Let me try to include them. Be inclusive. Somebody doesn't have a Favrusa, and I don't have a Favrusa that day. Let, me, let my first move before... My first routine to, to include, maybe you want to learn, let's say, we're not really going to swim well. What 20 minutes we could do together? Let me start to train myself that I'm not only focused on myself. I have a kasha. Let me include others. Let me work with others. Let me expand, expand it further to the dining room, sitting around. I don't always have to sit in exactly the same spot and talk to the same person. There's somebody around, and there are people here that do that. Always look to see where there's somebody else. I want to give a shout-out. I think that there's about 15... I'm saying about, because things change every five seconds in Shariyashi. <laughs> I think there's about 15 new Bachram in the Yeshiva Dizman, or at least by Sunday should be. And I hope that all of them will be Matsuya. But what happens if they're sitting next to each other and they think, this place is so snobby. The guy next to me is not asking. He's thinking the same thing about you because he also just rolled it. So, to just be inclusive. The more that I train myself just to be inclusive, in the things that I do, to make yeshiva my place. Very often people don't like, personally, I'm not the kind of, I don't like when people spill things on me. It's like, like a personal quirk. And it bothers me when people, that happens from time to time, it, it bothers me. 
It bothers me when people come over to my Gemara and make a mess on it. It bothers me in my house if somebody leaves a mess. If I walk into my house and they tell me, I probably am this way, I'm a stickler. The thing's on the floor, I'll pick it up. But very often I'm in other people's houses, I don't do it, it's their house, it's not mine. Here's a litmus test. You walk into the base marriage and there's something on the floor. Is it the yeshiva or is it my house? Is it my yeshiva? You know what the rai is? Did you bend down and pick it up? If you bend down and picked it up, you're eating something. You came a minute early to Seder, your chavus is not there yet. You take a few svarim and put it back. You know, just to make it a little neater, a little nicer. A little... These kind of things, even if you don't feel it, but it's badakum anusa that when you start to do it, you'll start to feel it. The chaver who clean up, in, in the, the, you know, the suddas in yeshiva on Shabbos, the chaver who serve, the chaver who clean up, they feel more a part of the place because they care for the place. Rashiva mentioned by the Rosh Chodesh breakfast, I wasn't quite sure what that was about. Obviously nobody smokes in Shoyashi, but there are these uh, uh, cigarette butts that come from wherever they come from. And... Uh, you know, like over the grass outside. So wherever they come from, but it, I'm not saying they're picking up every cigarette, but, but if you happen to know the guy who did it, you have people who when they have dogs, so they, they have a mahalach, they, 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 whatever goes on there, they, if a person needs to do whatever he needs to do outside, but have a way then just to, to, to clean it up. You wouldn't want somebody doing it in your place. It's already time for me. I have a good mice. I don't want to say a good mice. I have a good mice about it. To be, you're just a chazer over the Indian. We mentioned that we here came to Yeshiva with big sheifas, with big ritzainas to accomplish a lot. We also have a balance. We're together with other people. How do I do it? How do I, I want to care for the other person, but what about at my expense? We'll make him a part of you. Bring him something to eat. As a roommate who's not didn't show up for whatever reason, he's too tired, he's not feeling well. Imagine if you feel that Christ actually bring him something to eat. You're going to become closer to him. You're giving him. He's, he's part of your orbit. He's part of your life. The more you care, so he's already you're, you're expanding that. You're davening for them. Things are such 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 big things. We mentioned let's not make the mistake of the Darha Mabul of just caring about ourselves. Let's not make the mistake of the Dara Aflado of only caring about the group and not caring about the individual or, or, or ourselves. Let's do the right thing and care about the other person because he's a Yachid has created B'Tselem Elokim. As a result, let's hope that he'll look the same way at you. And as a result, worse comes to worse, you Machshev and Mechabedim because he's B'Tselem Elokim. You're also. You Machshev yourself and care about yourself in the same way. We wish you have a beautiful Shabbos and a fantastic night.